0: to our Strong Girl series podcast I have taken a break from doing these podcasts I've only just started but I haven't done one in a couple of weeks Um, but that's okay though because you're probably not going to listen to this podcast until I release them later in the year so it doesn't matter we've got boot camp starting the first one after lockdown starting on Monday so I've pretty much spent most of my spare time I could possibly do organising that to make sure it's the best one ever It is going to be awesome, but nonetheless, that's what's happening this end. But yeah, I'm back. I'm back. And today's episode, I'm touching upon a subject that seems very, very relevant currently. That's why I thought I'd um, mention it. Also, a topic that I've briefly touched upon also in the past on social media and in recent blogs as well. I've done one YouTube. Oh, I remember I was like it before lockdown but I do think it's got worse. But anyway, yes, outside of the gym, I'm a nightmare, which I'm sure people can relate to. However, not so much the gym. It's been like a, um, a safe haven for me for years. I feel a sense of security when I go to the gym environment. So once the gym's back open again, back in April, it was a godsend to me. And I I mean, I, it was like a relief been lifted off my shoulders but I'm not naive though I do know that the majority of those who suffer from social anxiety may also use it as a barrier to get back into the gym after lockdown as well so this is why I'm talking about gym anxiety reasons why we have gym anxiety and strategies to cope with it too now for years I've been a voice to encourage women to use the gym as you can see um However, this is still an ongoing hurdle in today's society. It's not like it's now a regular thing. It's still a battle trying to encourage women to step into the gyms without fear, that is. So add this ongoing hurdle on top of a generation now that is apprehensive about social environments because of COVID. You know, are we safe? Will we catch it? Is the equipment sanitised? Are they socially distancing? The list is endless. But I'm here, like I said, to provide strategies Understand the anxieties and try and at least help, even if I help one person ease their way back into the gym without having a meltdown, I am happy. Like I said, I'm not the best example to talk about anxiety at the gym. As for me, it creates the complete opposite effect on me. So as much as, as much as I don't want to admit it, oh, I don't really want to admit it. As a trainer. I'm going to say one of the most important things to build relationship is finding common grounds with clients. That's the best way to build a relationship. There's some form of common ground, something, something familiar about your journeys, which allows you to build a good relationship with your client. So the fact that I don't deal with this gym anxiety is... A subject that I'm going to find difficult. However, it doesn't mean I can't help provide ways to overcome fear. It it means that I can just review it from other people's eyes. And talk you through it, basically. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our Strong Girl Series podcast. I have taken a break from doing these podcasts. I've only just started. But I haven't done one in a couple of weeks. Um... But that's okay, though, because you're probably not going to listen to this podcast until I release them later in the year. So it doesn't matter. We've got boot camp starting, the first one after lockdown, starting on Monday. So I've pretty much spent most of my spare time I could possibly do organising that to make sure it's the best one ever. It is going to be awesome. But nonetheless, that's what's happening this end. But yeah, I'm back. I'm back. And today's episode... I'm touching upon a subject that seems very, very relevant currently. That's why I thought I'd um, mention it. Also, a topic that I've briefly touched upon also in the past on social media and in recent blogs as well. I've done one YouTube video regarding it. Gym anxiety. Gym anxiety. Now, I'm probably not the best person to be talking about gym anxiety as it's something I really don't struggle with. Not so much in the gym, however, more just generally everyday life. I'm not sure if this is just an aftermath of the global pandemic that we've been in um, <laughs> and being locked down. And eventually it will subside. But anyway, my my gym anxiety is is non-existent. However, my social anxiety is really bad right now. I'm aware of it, though. And since everything's opening up, up again, I've noticed that I am becoming a bit panicky about meeting new people, going out in public. We were out with friends a couple of weekends back and my housemate, now she is the complete opposite to me. (laughs) When we're out, she'll make friends with absolutely anyone. Strangers, she's approachable and she'll talk to anyone. We walk past, which is awesome. But me, on the other hand, I'm just like, no, don't talk to me. (laughs) Do not talk to me if I don't know you. And then I probably must look, look like an absolute bitch, but never mind. Um, yeah, so I connect with gym members so easily. And I've built quite a, quite a big female community. So I do see the gym anxiety quite a lot because of the environment I'm in. And I can also really understand the reasons why in specifically females, do get anxiety about going to the gym. I understand it because I see it. I think the absolute biggest barrier has got to be confidence. For sure, it's got to be confidence. Confidence to walk into a room with a very much, m- well, definitely a very much male environment is, is hard to do. Confidence to pick up a weight, and know what you're doing with it, is also another thing. Performing an exercise properly. I even, e- even to this point, right. Like I said, I don't suffer with the the worry and the fear. But if I've gone to a new gym and I've seen a new piece of equipment, and I'm like, oh, I like the look of that. <laughs> like I am dead, <laughs> dead concerned that I'm going to sit on it the wrong way. <laughs> so what I've got to do is l- wait for someone to go on the machine and think right okay let's let's see what they're doing so I know how I'm gonna look when I go on it so I people can understand I get it right that you can look at a new machine or a machine that you're not familiar with and think how do I even work this contraption so yes that's another major thing the confidence to be able to go onto a machine. And I spoke about this in a previous episode, feeling intimidated by gym members and how that can affect the progress of fat loss goals of females because of the fear of coming out of your comfort zone. Now, it's, more, it's more so preempt fear. It's m- a, definitely a preempt fear to women rather than an actual I've experienced it. Also, I'm saying it's about women, but to some extent men as well. When really the over, the only way to overcome a preempted fear of going to the gym is to overcome it and go balls deep into it, I suppose. <laughs> now that's my tough love, but I, I you know I understand it's it's a lot easier to say than do. However, the best way to overcome a fear, generally, just not just in the gym, is to face it front on. Definitely, going back to going back to. Difficulty in using the gym equipment. It's a trigger. Definite trigger for anxiety and fear. Because of embarrassment, I suppose, more than anything. And I'd love to say there is loads of YouTube videos, social media videos. To help educate you and help you to use this this stuff. But (laughs) there is also a load of bullshit content out there, kids. That would really hinder... Instead of help you get into the gym. So yeah, again, I can understand why you're so confused when it comes to knowing what you shouldn't do. Because you don't know what's right and what's wrong all up on social media. Which can then keep just going around in a circle. I've recently started doing these um, what not to do reels on, Insta, on Instagram. I've been doing them for like a, a maybe like a couple of months now. But basically stating common mistakes and like incorrect form and exercises and then showing you how you should be doing it. And to be fair, since putting those those little reels, 30 second reels up, I've had a lot more engagement. A lot more a lot more engagement than any other posts that I put up. Maybe cause I also make it a little bit funny as well. Maybe because it's a bit more entertaining, but nonetheless, the what not to do reels are getting me audiences, people. So obviously, people are interested in that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So anyway, moving on. Um, I wanted to share with you what I could call strategies to help these situations manage your anxiety, to help overcome your fear as such, and. I mean, like I said, I even if I help one person out, by showing you and telling you these strategies, it will help. Now, really, how can you make the first move? So anyway, moving on, I wanted to share with you what I would call strategies to help you in these situations manage your fear and worry to help you overcome that stepping foot in the gym, basically. And, ba- and how you can make the first move as i am said I'm fortunate in the sense I don't suffer from it it's been my workplace for seven or eight years and even when I go to a new gym maybe for a weekend training session or something I get a real buzz and excitement I'm not I'm not saying this because I'm hoping that everyone will then find ways to enjoy the gym more but just into perspective you know, I now enjoy it that much that I make a weekend of it. I get a real buzz. I have like a, a like a a really good, decent brunch to fuel me in the morning. If I've planned my day around the gym. I'd normally travel like a minimum of forty five minutes to get a good journey of a pump up there. Spend two, two hours minimum there training. I mean it's got to be legs as well. Weekend legs right. <laughs> then I'll do some videoing of some new exercises or machines that I've used in the session and completed, or even the gym itself if it's quite a popular and well-known one. I'll post that on social media. Then I'll get my post-workout food in the area. Then I'll head back home. Now to me, that sounds like the perfect Sunday. And you know, it. You know, you could get there if you can overcome your fear. It might be something that you even work your re- um, work your weekend around. You're probably thinking. I can't even set a foot in the gym there on my own. How the hell am I going to make a weekend fun of it? <laughs> I'm getting. I'm just getting old. I'm sorry. I'm just getting old. Uh, what happened to my back-to-back raves? <laughs> That's what lockdown's done to me. Anyway, strategies to combat gym anxiety. That's what I'm really getting at. I'm just going off on little rabbit holes again. Now, you're probably expecting me to say... Get a PT, people, to help introduce you to the gym. Get a personal trainer, blah, blah, blah. And yes, that's correct. However, I'm not trying to sell myself. In fact, the opposite. The reason why I'm doing these podcasts is to help more people without me being in the gym. I've done my fair share of one-to-ones in classes and I'm at sort of peak with it now and I, I still want to try and reach out to people. So I'm hoping that these podcasts... Or what does it but anyway what I'm trying to say is um giving a, like a a coach or a trainer getting yourself a coach or a trainer is the best way to help you learn the fundamentals the exercises what muscles work what um it's it, it's a good way to know your own limit as well to find out how well you can be pushed getting a coach or trainer let's Let's actually get, let's not get mixed up though between a gym instructor and a personal trainer. A gym instructor is a level two and they're qualified to induct you and explain machines and exercises. That's all. They would be employed by a gym that you go to join at. Whereas a personal trainer is a level three. They're, say in the most simplest form, qualified to provide you with an exercise programme specific to you for your needs for your goals as well as actually take you through those sessions so a personal trainer can be employed by the gym but the majority of them are self-employed and a level two just in inducts you basically where i'm getting at here <laughs> is you could have either to help you combat your fear i don't know why i just clicked my fingers then they're both absolutely fine to get you in the door and to give you like a base of knowledge pretty much regarding the use of machines and exercises to stop you feeling like the fear of embarrassment from not using it properly. It's either way and then when it gets to the, a level three you can actually be taken through those sessions and get more of a specific program for you. But that's going ahead. Let's just get foot in the gym first. So yeah, getting a getting a coach or trainer is a good way for you to know you're in safe hands that you're not going to sort of embarrass yourself and sit on a equipment wrong <laughs> um familiarity or oh, familiarity I've got this written down on a note and like it takes me like five times to say this word right so I'm glad that I've just said that twice in the right way familiarity it's great for anxiety too you know So, actually, going back to my last thing that I said, a stranger such as a trainer or a coach may make anxiety worse. Who knows? I'm just trying to compare to my social anxiety, that's all. I hate talking to people I don't know. And in our friendship group, I literally stick to my friendship group and my group of friends because I'm familiar with them, they know me, I'm safe with them. So, yeah, having some friend or a relative come to the gym with you can help settle you can make you feel uh, like a, a little bit more at ease and comfortable so grab a buddy. grab your mom grab your dad grab your sister grab your best friend grab your boyfriend girlfriend husband wife just grab anyone that can help you feel more comfortable and at ease when you're at gym that's a really good that's a really good strategy to help to help ease anxiety there was one that I thought of earlier as well which I actually thought was a really good one but I can't remember it now oh yes gradual exposure into the gym gradual exposure is quite a good way what I mean by gradual exposure is taking yourself into the gym small increments at a time in terms of duration or even sort of like the actual area of the gym. That's what I mean by gradual exposure to the gym. It's... Oh, it, how would I even explain how this works? So I really got to think about my words properly here. Having gradual exposure to something allows you to get used to that at a small increment at a time. It's not therefore overwhelming to you when you come into the situation sort of right like from zero to 100%. I can actually relate to this quite well as a trainer and for my clients. Not that it was intentional at all, but throughout COVID, obviously, we weren't able to go to the gym. So, the first half of this year, I was holding my one-to-one personal training sessions at the bunker. Oh, we have so much to thank the bunker for. The bunker is a container that has loads of equipment. Loads of equipment that I've built up over the last few years, and I was able to make and create sufficient training sessions for my clients. Now it was well out of the way. It was in like a yard. I still use it now, by the way. It's not like it's gone, dead, and buried. I actually still use it, especially because the summer is, is, is getting quite good there. Um, it was well out of the way. It was in a yard. No one was around. So for those who were new clients that came through stronger within this time, it was actually kind of a blessing and a great way to build their confidence about weight training, resistance-based training, and technique and form without needing to step foot in the gym. So if they did suffer with a little bit of social anxiety, gym anxiety, then hopefully coming into a, a small sort of enclosed area like that makes it better. So yeah, within within like this last so within this last six months, and the time the clients spent within me the, in the bunker, they learnt a foundation. They got fitter, they got stronger, more confident week in week out. So then, gyms opened back up again when it was um, April, and those clients just seemed less anxious. They had less worried thoughts about. About attending the gym, so it kind of really helped. To be honest, what I'm trying to say is starting, like I said, rather than an exclusive, quiet training facility, like a PT studio, maybe, or even getting a trainer to come to your house if that's something that you could could potentially do. These may help. These may help you get into the gym eventually because you've built a foundation of a foundation of. Um, education and knowledge and experience in a comfortable environment, in a calming environment rather than in quite an alien one. And when I say alien one, like if you're not used to like the buzzy gym environment, you kind of it can be quite alien. Gym environments are so noisy. And can be intimidating, depending on the one that you go to. There is a massive thing about gyms trying to be less intimidating now, more approachable. But we can't, we can't be naive. We know it's still there. We're still quite an intimidating environment for most. Weights clashing all the time. John in the corner over there in the squat rack that's grunting like mad. Oh my god! Can we just touch upon this subject, please? Grunting. What are people's thoughts? I mean, I grunt, yeah, but quietly. Grunting is a form for you to release energy exertion, right? It's a way that you, you know, you can see see and you can hear that you're working hard. However, some of these guys sound like they've just been short-stabbed. I mean, is there any need? (laughs) That's something that might spark my anxiety, actually, if I get too close to something like that. Anyway, it's harmless. It's, it, the grunting's harmless. They're not gonna grunt whilst they're doing a bench press and stand up and start screaming in your face. It's not quite like that, but it's just an expression. But it's it's rather loud, and if you're in that gym environment, you know you can only expect it. Noise is a stimulus, so and it can be off-putting. So. Add that, right? So add that, all that noise from a gym to the original nervousness of going there in the first place on top of the complete lack of knowledge when it comes to the equipment followed by loud, bassy gym music, weights clashing. That definitely would spark some fear and worry, potentially scary force. <laughs> Isn't it, Really? How do you deal with that? Another strategy, kids headphones can be the solution to that issue. <laughs> and to John's grunting. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, yeah, headphones, small, yeah, incredibly effective. I say small, I use the world's biggest headphones on a train. Over the head ones, the Bose ones, they're noise cancelling. So you don't actually hear anything but the music that's playing in your ears. But it can be, I love music. It's so empowering. And for those that don't know already, I love my music. More so house music. I tend to be like head DJ for friends parties or my parties. And I also can't train without listening to some form of house music. I don't know what it is. It just, it's just makes you feel better, doesn't it? It can alleviate stress as well. Simply by putting you in the right zone. Instantly, my mood changes when I listen to house music. No matter where I am, who I'm with, what I'm doing. If I listen to house music and my mood changes. Best thing ever invented. Do you know what? I think I'm going to make a podcast about music and training. Oh my God, I'm definitely going to talk about music and benefits of listening to music while I was training. Boom, whack, there you go, another one, later on, and hang on, I'm writing that in my notes. <laughs> um, get some headphones, get some headphones, and block out John's grunting. I think another one which maybe isn't used nowhere near as much as it should. Probably breathing techniques. Obviously, you practice breathing techniques through Pilates and and yoga, don't you? But not necessarily in the gym. Maybe in classes, just not in the gym. Focus on your breathing helps you calm. Definitely, in any situation, not just the gym environment. It's not something I do much, though, to be honest. But whenever I search for like coping strategies or ways to calm you or relieve anxiety mine for different reasons, then the first thing that comes up on the list is breathing. So I guess we shouldn't really take it for granted, I need to start doing this, I need to start doing this, Right, well, I've I read this on online earlier, okay, we well, are we going to do it together, let's try it now, whatever you're doing, if you're listening to me, stop, put it down, just for 10 seconds, okay, right, so focus on drawing a square on your forehead, Okay, so the first line, breathe in and count for four seconds. The second line, breathe out and count for four seconds. And keep repeating for the third and fourth line. See? Calmness. And that's all I've really got to say, to be honest. It works. I maybe shouldn't suggest doing that in the middle of the gym, though. <laughs> maybe do that in the changing room. Or even just picture yourself doing that. Don't actually do it. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to get messages from you lot saying, I've just done this in the gym and everyone's staring at me. I want to go back. Oh, okay. Maybe do that somewhere that's private. Breathing. That was quite good, actually. That really calmed me down, to be honest. i got to do that again. Uh, yeah, breathing techniques. So, uh, I mean, uh, we're, we're not really forgetting. We are forgetting um, the main reason, or a very good and very positive reason why people exercise as well. It's the most underutilised antidepressant exercises. And whenever anyone gets treated for any sort of, like, mental illness, it's just masked with, with tablets and medication. When actually exercise, because of the health benefits of it, both mentally and physically, it's such a huge, huge antidepressant. So let's look at the bigger picture here. Go into the gym, attending regularly... Setting up a routine that suits you. Gaining physical benefits as well. So you'll get fit, get healthy, maybe lose some weight, body fat, toned, get leaner, get more muscly. These are all ways to help combat mental health, such as anxiety, depression generally. And even though it's key to focus on the present when you're in a gym environment and how there is ways of which you can do there and then to help cope with your fear and worry. It can be a tad overwhelming, but let's not forget the bigger picture and the larger, longer lasting, positive impact that attending a gym, a workout class, one-to-one session will give you. It's not just about those moments at that time where you feel fear or worry think about how you're going to feel in a month's time in a year's time in 10 years time if you were to over that that fear right there when you feel like walking away so yeah kids to conclude really I don't I don't really have any more in my notes to talk about to be honest um but we've discussed why Gym anxiety is very much a thing these days. Like the lack of knowledge, the confidence, new unknown environment, male dominant environment. These are all ways to make you not want to go to the gym. And also talked about the strategies, how we can combat these worries and fears. So we've got gradual exposure, grabbing a coach or a trainer to help you learn familiarity so taking a, a family member or a friend or a partner breathing techniques I gave an example probably wasn't the best example I'm sorry baby just Google breathing techniques because I feel like the square on the head you can't really do in the middle of the gym <laughs> um and oh music yeah music was a big one that's what I thought about headphones kind of distracting yourself from that noise stimulus that can cause fear so yeah we've spoke about that really and hopefully hopefully there is someone that could put these in place if you haven't already to help you get back on track back into the gym to overcome that first hurdle so ladies and gents it's been a pleasure thank you we'll be back soon for our next episode of the Stronger series. Um, I will be doing these more regularly now Now that we're um, back and running And settled after getting our boot camp All organised I can sit down and deliver Once a week Which is what I was hoping to do in the first place But things just went tits up a little bit So yes, I'll be back very very shortly Enjoy and speak soon (laughs)